is the Star Wars Rant Podcast. Two longtime friends, Brian and Jacob, talk all things Star Wars. They may not be Star Wars experts, but they won't let that stop them. I used to dream of selling out every show. Playing loud and make the people get low. And I like it. I like how it sounds. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay, you ready? Yes, sir. Welcome to Star Wars Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Seddon, and I am joined by... Say my name. Jacob Furlow. Thank you so much. Well, Jacob, we finally got an episode going. Going? Will it be recorded or not? Well, it's recording now, so... Will it be released or not? <laughs> that is the Time question. will tell. We've actually had several episodes recorded. They're going to go in the um, the lost episodes. But for Patreon! <laughs> yeah, we had no Patreon. But um, we just... Things have happened. You know, we had some technical difficulties. We had one of us had... Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. What is that? Is that me? It's not me. Okay. One of us had uh, COVID difficulties. Yeah, some um, COVID difficulties. The guy that, that mocks it all the time. I don't mock it. It's a real thing. But nah. I'm just saying that those... Anyone who I've known who has been confirmed with COVID has rebounded drastically and my prayers and thoughts go out to those that have not. Well, so moving on to another n- another serious. Well, subject. hey, well, let's, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna catch up a little bit. Then we're gonna jump into some news, not not a lot, not um, a lot. No. but uh, and some of it may be old news. And then really, what not we want to focus old. on is uh, the Mandalorian. Absolutely, and we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk some about season one, some of our favorite moments. We're gonna well, talk about. I gotta say, gonna, I think I think Mandalorian season one in our moments might overcome this podcast because i have my five yeah and i have i think 11 uh, honorable I mentions i didn't create a huge list i, I you know i'll be honest with you, i only got six written down and i'm not i'm not really married to to any of them um, Oh wow how disappointing yeah I, <laughs> so it's gonna be Sorry. a great segment um but then you know we're gonna go through uh some questions i have for you it's gonna be more conversation oh, about boy. mandalorian uh season two okay uh, we're also gonna remind you of of how we actually graded the first season oh good um, i forgot about that yeah so but uh jacob all right what so have you, what have you been up to? Uh, to 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 get out of the star wars realm for just a brief moment number one I voted yesterday. Well, congratulations. I have, thank you very much. Yeah. I have Now, seen, was this, wait, uh, mail-in or oh, in no, person? This was not, this was, this was, this was early voting in person. The I real deal. Facility, and I live in a county, well, I would honestly say my county is probably far more, far, far more um, populated than most counties because it still is a county Are kind you, of in the Chicagoland area. Porter, Porter County. Is it Porter? Yeah, yeah. Rednecks, yeah. Correct. And there's like four places to, to go to in Porter County. They all have early voting, but I think two or three days of those week in, in the week, they go to like 8.30 p.m. Yeah. Was so, the militia standing outside? No, they were not. They were not. <laughs> there was a sketchy looking guy. I don't know. There's a sketchy looking guy in like overalls. In a beard, and he was just sitting there, and oh, I'm thinking, boy. "Is this guy a volunteer? Did he have a pickup truck? What's he truck? doing? I'm sure he did." <laughs> um, have you ever seen Have you ever seen um, Swamp People? 
It's been a long time. Pieces. Okay, Bits so there's a guy. Pieces. I think his name is Bruce in yeah. Swamp People. That's your people. He wears his overalls without any clothes <laughs> underneath his overalls, I believe. Wow. This guy looked like Bruce. If his name is Bruce and Swamp People, and uh, I don't, again, I don't know why he was there. He didn't say anything. He was just sitting there. He didn't like yeah. take my driver's license or or do any of that. All those instructions He's in the parking that they lot have or to inside? give you. No, he was inside sitting with the oh, ladies. Wow. Maybe it was some form of security extra volunteer. Ma- ma- the militia could be. Um, <laughs> You know what, come to think of it, I did see a Mossberg 12-gauge pump shotgun. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but anyway, it was we voted. We were the only ones there. Okay. Uh, but again, 8 p.m. at night, and yeah. uh, and uh, we, we voted. So this is just to say, prior to we get into the real fun stuff with Star Wars. Um, I, I, look, I'm not going to edit that out. I just did like a really big yawn and I, and it's not because of you. I didn't even think about it. And I just, I apologize. No, well, not forgiven. Yeah. A early vote is the easiest way to go. Uh, Brian, man, I'm telling here's you. Here's my thing. Oh. Here's my thing. Are you worried that your vote's not going to get counted? I don't think it's going to get counted. You can check that online. How? You can check that because that you can go secure. to, I don't, I, well, A, have you ever early voted? No, they they do your driver's license. I don't know if they, no, do, they that. do it on okay. election day. I think do it's you Indiana always early thing. vote? I have I have for the last two presidential elections. Oh, yeah, okay. presidential election number one, Alana was like nine and a half months pregnant. So congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Uh, presidential presidential election number two, we just <laughs> did, and we just because I mean, what are you going to do? I felt like I, I've driven by so many places that I know do voting. In Illinois, where I work, and yeah. a couple in Indiana on my way to Illinois, and like those social distance lines scare the crap out. I've of seen y'all. very long Ugh. lines, so you think it's going to be bad on election? I day. do. I think it's going to be horrendous, and I think people are going to get frustrated by it and bail. Oh, I'm not bailing. So, so well, some people have to be at work. You know, they I took some, a day off. There you go. Most people aren't going to do that. But my point is, is there's not a whole lot of time left to early well, vote. Well, but if you're Look in early if voting. you're in line, yes, they have to. They, they have, have to, to let see. You yep, vote. They do. They do. So, yep. So, but it is. I feel like it's secure because, again, I haven't I voted. I don't trust it. I there's, haven't voted. There's something just about like on election day, like this is the day. Well, we no, it's cool. It is cool. There's some like, Americana feel to it. And I it, think if you didn't like, do it on election day, it shouldn't count. No, oh just, my I'm gosh! Just I'm just kidding. Uh, let's see how the election turns out, and then we will decide the that. Where's so you'd early vote? Like, where's that vote go? Well, it's it just like sitting somewhere, and I no, just feel so like that's like it's very computerized. Someone, so you give them chance, the driver's license. Yeah. they print out a ticket thingy. You. You, you input the ticket yeah, thingy yeah, into the computer. the computer. Screen. You make your selections, right? We're not going to get into the selections. Yeah. I will say this, folks. I knew who I was voting for and everything. Yeah. But I, I, I made my selections. I printed it out. It goes into a sealed envelope that has your information on it. You glue, stick, and seal Your information on it. Well, it, yeah, it has, like, your barcode or whatever. I don't know. So they're tracking who you voted for? Absolutely they are. You don't know that? Of course no, they can. I, didn't know that. I thought it was all anonymous. It's, yeah, I don't think it's private ballot. Maybe not for early voting anyway. I, I don't know. know. Maybe I don't think I, it's private ballot. I and you stick that was. into a lot into a box. Now I will say this: the box was kind of overflowing, so I had to kind of jimmy it a bit. So you put it in that box, and then what happens with that box? Jim? My guess is one of those sweet. Elderly My guess ladies. is they go through it at the end of the night, and they see who you voted for and whether they like it or not. Well, it could be. What happens on the day of voting? There's too many, too many eyes, too many eyes. 
Uh, well, I don't know about that. Because by the time I started to put my thing in the in the bot, well, first of all, it's Porter County. Come on, Porter County. They they we know what's going on in Porter County. Right they nice. probably voted the same way I voted. Mm-hmm. So we put that thing in the box, and I had to jimmy it a bit to get my little envelope to go down in there. But again, all this is off the point. Vote, and my recommendation would be A, early vote. Holy crap, early vote, because you're going to be stuck there and don't abandon it on the day of election. I'll just bring B, a gun. That should get me through the line. I think you're I think you're underplaying the severity of the importancy, the importancy, the importance of a democracy. B what? Know what's going on with the, the guns? Yes. Oh, yeah. You're making you're making light of our democracy. Well, I'm talking about standing in line. But what what's the gun for, Brian? Let's let's delve into that comment. What's the what's the gun for, Brian? <laughs> it's my right. <laughs> Next thing, uh, should I get into fantasy football? I feel like sure. I should because okay. you know I, I'm I'm frustrated by I've done fantasy football now. Welcome for like, to Jacob therapy time. Yeah, what you. are you frustrated with, Jacob? I'm I'm frustrated with the fact that <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty good at fantasy football. Okay, I, I mean, have won like the Super Bowl. I've, I've done it for six years. It's not really I've skill. I've won the Super Bowl. This is my sixth year of doing fantasy football, not consecutively. I've won the Super Bowl yes. in my league three times. Yeah. I've made it to the Super Bowl a fourth time and lost. Yeah. I've made it to the playoffs two times and always won my, dare I say, money back. Okay, yeah. So I've never yeah. lost money at doing fantasy football. I've always gained copious amounts of money at doing fantasy football. This year I had the number one draft pick. Who did I draft? Chad Viss? Minnesota yeah. Vikings? Nope. Christian McCaffrey I drafted. Guess what happened to that son of a gun? He got hurt like week two, down for the count for the next eight weeks. Really messed up my fantasy football. I made some great moves this past week, Brian. Some great moves to put me in a position to finally win a good week. And I still lost. I had, this is where it gets interesting. I had a 91% chance of winning. Not 100. Going into Monday night. A 91% yeah. chance of winning. And I lost by less than a point. I hate fantasy football. So, there you go. We're not just Star Wars geeks. We do enjoy football. Right? Brian, oh, who's yeah. your team? Tampa Bay Bucks, baby. Woo! Tom Brady. They're just the worst. How about that game one? That opening game of the season, yeah, right? Yeah. Who that, baby? Who that they say going to beat them Bucks? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're done with everything that's not Star Wars related. Thanks for hanging on. Now we get into Star Wars stuff. I do have, I do, I did kind of want to cross off, cross one thing off my, I guess, I guess I should say my checklist. All right. You know that there's going to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi series. What? Yeah, I know, right? I'm super excited about it. There is a, um, there's this news article that I read. It's not old news. It's, fairly recent news about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series because this is the thing that's got me like more excited than anything. It has me extremely excited. Okay. I'm not going to read number three because that's stupid. Multiple time periods in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. I've heard that. Yeah, right. Since the Obi-Wan series has a definite endpoint, right? We know there's a definite endpoint, not with the character, but with the show. The episodes might not be directly connected to well, each other. The character other. does have a definite endpoint. That's what I just said. Thanks so much for uh, 
Well, you said I, not okay. with the character. The, not the character doesn't have a definite endpoint in this show, but yes, the character in general has a definite endpoint. Yeah. In other words, unlike the previous assumption, let's say there they there are time jumps in the series, and that it simply begins eight years after Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Sith this approach would make the Obi Wan show more like an anthology, which I think that's kind of cool. Each of the episodes could tell one story of something that happened to Obi-Wan over the course of the full 19 years he lived in relative isolation on Tatooine. Tat- Tat- oh, if, what? All right, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> I don't like that. The, the series might span eight years. The third option, and again, I'm not going to read the, uh, the top one because it seems dumb. The third option requires a different interpretation of the setting of eight years after Revenge of the Sith. What if this means that the entire series doesn't begin at this point, but instead is set throughout those eight years? At one point, McGregor indicated that the show will only be six episodes, so let's pretend each episode will cover roughly one year. This means the show could start in 17 BBY, cover six years, and end in 11 BBY, exactly eight here's, years after Here's the problem what I see with that. How can you, if you're going to jump one year at a time for each episode. I would think it'd be great. What what storytelling are you going to tell? A different story every time. I don't like that. It's We, we know it's only going to be one season. Okay, but what I'm saying is... I, this I want this a, is about good, Obi-Wan. It's an Obi-Wan show. It doesn't have to do with... So, there's no other okay, character so development s- happening. I don't like it. That doesn't make any sense to me that you wouldn't like this. I'm in. I am. I want. I, I want a full. I want a full. You story. want a whole another Star Wars story. I want a story like the Mandalorian, where Obi Wan's just kind of the guy, like the Mandalorian is. This is not. This is the Obi Wan show. So, where he's this the is guy. All, first off, in it's eighteen years or nineteen years, whatever they just said, between where we see him get land, you know, where he, you know, he he leaves. Uh, Coruscant, and he, you know, takes Luke to Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, and then he watches over him in 19 years, whatever it is. I, th- I think that would be awesome. No, you could do so much more with the stories. And here's the other, here's the other great thing about it: it's not going to mess up any like weird Star Wars timelines because no one knows what's going on in some of those timelines. You know, understand what I'm saying? I think, I think, I think it benefits the show to do that, and it's to me interesting. It's different. I like that. I don't like it. Can you explain why, please? I have spoken. Okay. Well, I'm done. That's that's. <laughs> Is that's, that all your news? No, that's not all my oh, news. Go ahead. Have you heard anything about the Rebels live action movie? I heard there's a rumor. I don't there's think it's, it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, I think that there's the fact that we're and we're going to get into the end uh, of Mandalorian, but the fact that we're seeing these characters possibly. Um, uh, I've Possibly. got something on that. I've got something on that. The fact that we're seeing some of these rebels characters, yeah, um, in Mandalorian season two, I think it's the first step in hopefully seeing a rebels live action movie. Whether it's going to happen or not, I don't know. It's extreme rumors, rumors of this, rumors of that. You know, our our leak is the person who confirmed this that came to be. I, I mean, it's all nonsense. I, but. I still don't understand about these movies that are coming out. Is you know, are they standalone movies? Are they? Is there going to be some type of uh, trilogy type movie? 
Um, because of, since let's say you did the Rebels, yeah, I don't know what story you could tell with with Rebel characters, number one. And number two, especially if it's like a standalone. You know, the other thing is, the other reason I don't think it's going to happen is because it's within the realm of, you know, it's in that, that George Lucas timeline. And again, I think they're they're looking to move away from from that timeline. What do you? Uh, I think the Mandalorian uh, is in that George. That's Lucas different. Timeline. It's not a movie, Jacob. That's on Disney Plus streaming. So I could see maybe they do something uh, on Disney I mean, Plus. I don't know, but I, I think I, I think, think I think you're grasping for think, straws there. I, I think I don't... film wise, I think they want to move away from the George Lucas timeline. Is that is that why you think the High Republic is something well, that's, a, that's that's a book? I understand it's a book. It's a it's a it's our novels and their comics, but it's yeah. it's out of the George Lucas Correct. timeline, right? Yes. But you know, I mean, I feel like I can't think if you're of the doing, movies that if you're are confirmed doing, if right you're now. You're doing away but, with with the Skywalker saga. Oh my! God. Let me Can let me just, just finish stop? this. No, if you're doing away with the saga, then you then. On a film level, anything you do within that timeline is always going to have a shadow of the Skywalker saga. You know what I mean? It's always going to be around. So yeah. I'm just saying, I think they want to go off and they want to create new canon. Um, so, so that's my opinion. That's my opinion. That's why I don't think the Rebels thing will happen. Unless they do something yeah, I mean, on, on you, you could on be Disney right Plus. about that opinion, but your reasoning behind is your very conclusion, sound I feel and like logical. Is not logical. Very. Uh, if anything, I think they might be. Look at the rise of Skywalker. Look at th- yeah. th- that that thing really kind of retreaded in a lot of ways. The Last Jedi, and that's the most recent Star Wars movie that we had. Get that puzzling look <laughs> off your face. You know what I'm talking about. Do we need to watch it again? I, I We've talked about it well, on this podcast. What does podcast. that have to do with Rebels? Because because that went back. Last Jedi is the movie that kind of yeah. circumnavigated things to an extent. And Rise of Skywalker kind of, again, kind of, Brian, pooed on some of that Last Jedi right, stuff. Right. right? And that, that felt more... Like the OT, it felt a little yeah, bit more I like don't know OT. The OT but. Okay, but it but it circumnavigated or it went around the last. It tried Jedi to correct stuff. some errors. It did, right? Okay, okay. And those last Jedi errors. But what were, does that have to do with Rebels? It has to do with the fact that you're saying that we don't want to get back to this George Lucas, this George Lucas stuff. Not me. I think that not me. Them. Okay, that they don't want to get yeah. back to this George Lucas stuff. I feel like the last, uh, the last Jet, or the Rise of Skywalker, kind of went back to the, some of that George Lucas type stuff. Not from a timeline standpoint. I'm talking about a timeline. A... I'm not talking about feel and in in the Star Wars world, you know, uh, or anything like okay, that. Okay, so the what do you get from that timeline? Visuals. You get those. You I'm get talking that about the timeline. From... The timeline. I disagree. I think you're wrong on this. You're making and... zero sense. I think when you got Corona, it just ate some of no, those. No, I think I'm making. I think cells. I'm making. I think I'm making. They sense say on when this. you get Corona, you get brain fog. You well, a I never had Corona. Well, I'm the I'm. Human equivalent to uh, Superman here. I, I, I'm, I am the Earth version of Superman. Superman. I can't get it. I mean, like Bizarro. <laughs> but no, I, I think you're wrong. I think that I don't know where they're going to go with Rebels. I think it would be really cool. I think it's a timeline that interests people. Yeah. And ultimately, sure, okay. I mean, do you really think? 
that they I don't are think, the, look, all I'm saying is you're not going to see it in the film, in, in a film version. That's all. Okay. Well, that's why it's that's a rumor, all. and that's why we talk about it, so that you can just crap all over it. The second it gets out of my mouth, you can just poo, rain poo all on, on all of it. So thanks for that. Let's, what let's else move you got? on. Next. Nothing. God forbid I bring up anything else. You've <laughs> ruined my evening. You don't have anything else? I got nothing else. I thought you had something else. I did. I had some negativity stuff about Mandalorian, but I'm sure you're going to poo on that, too. We've all heard the rumors about troubles with Mandalorian Season 2, and a lot of those rumors are surrounding Pedro Pascal and his um, difficulty? On on set with wearing the mask. Have you have you heard anything about this at all, Brian? Am I am I reaching for straws here? He just wants to take it off. Well, I don't want to read a whole lot. Okay, I really don't. But but good our our buddy Grace, right? Grace Randolph. You ever heard of her? That's a girl. Yeah, uh, Grace. There could be guys named Grace. I don't know about that one. Uh, I'm sure there's yeah. somewhere. There's. A uh, I'm going to explain this to you. You're the guy who's brought up Doomcock, right? Like multiple times, yeah. you've referenced Doomcock. So yeah. this is Grace Randolph. Okay. <laughs> um, Grace previously revealed the problems cause a big change halfway through season two. Okay, so halfway through season two, some of these Pedro Pascal um, issues started to arise, which those issues sees the episode shift away from focusing on Pedro Pascal's Mando. Something John Favreau confirms happens, and now Grace reveals it's because of Pedro Pascal wanting to be seen in the Star Wars series without his helmet on, which has led to Pascal uh, and the creative team's butting heads. Why is that? Well, that's because while filming season two, Pedro Pascal really wanted to have some scenes with his helmet off, says Randolph, about the division between Pascal and the Mandalorian creative, creative team. While Grace goes on to sympathize, blah, 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 both the Grace sympathizing and stuff like that, um, Pedro Pascal went above to Lucasfilm. This is where it gets kind of interesting, I think, um, is that, I'm not going to read this because I already know what it is, is basically he went to like, he directly contacted like the heads of Disney and I believe reached out to George Lucas himself. What does George Lucas have to do with it? That's a great question. I mean, he's on set. We know he likes the Mandalorian, but apparently Pedro was apparently again, apparently somewhat unnerved with the fact that this whole, all the, all the, uh, filming they've done through season two, again, this is a year or plus more ago, was him with his helmet on. Maybe he thought at the end of season one, when IG took off his helmet, he was going to be able to be the guy seen a little bit more. Um, and apparently throughout this season, that's not the case. So, you have any comments on that whatsoever? Anything at all? I mean, just pretend like you're I guess, just in a Star Wars at this from, point. Just fake it. From an actor standpoint, I guess I understand where he's coming from, but I mean, I don't think that's who the character is, is the problem, you know. Good point. So thank you, you first. Thank you very much. For, I think you have to respect the character and just get your paycheck. Is that too yeah. mean? Well, no, I think that's great. And, and you got to remember, too, like the guy behind the helmet, there's two other guys. No, I know. There's the guy, and, and this he, is... I very this rarely out. is he right. under the helmet. One of the guys yeah. is like a, um, I think like a... Uh, a taekwondo type guy like in his you know um you know you uh, martial arts type yeah. moves and then the guy that i really respect is the guy that's like a western 
like a trained kind of guy who knows how to handle like a six shooter from a from like a holster, you know, yeah. like Western style. And um, so when you, and obviously he's the voice when we hear him, that's Pedro Pascal. Yes. But the guy behind the helmet is at best one third of the time is Pedro Pascal. Nah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully, you know, it doesn't cause issues going forward. So. Yeah. You know, I agree. And again, we haven't heard, it's all, it's, most of it's been rumors by people that are kind of, somewhat not the most reliable people like your boy Doomcock and Grace Randolph. So now, yeah. all right, that's my news. Let's move on to something that might get you um, off your couch and on to participating in the podcast. Shall we? How are they going to participate in the podcast? You, I'm saying you oh, participating me? in the podcast. I'm not sitting on a couch. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just not following you tonight. Yeah, I'm saying let's move on to something that's going to get you participating in the podcast yeah. instead of sitting there. Well, like I got yelled at. I gave my opinion, not and I doing get, anything whatsoever. And I'm just getting I, 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 I appreciated the one comment you had. Mandalorian season two launches from at this time of the recording. We're recording on October 23rd, mm-hmm. so seven that's days day. from now, October 30th. Yes. So, uh, you know, I'm trying to figure out where we want to start. Let's 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 start here. I, I just got a I got a list of all the characters. Okay. Okay. From season one. How about one. this? How about you do the characters and I'll do the uh, I'll go over the writers and the directors again real quick. Oh, why don't you hit? All right. So, okay. so what do we I, got? Mine's for quick. I can two. knock go it ahead. out. So the Writers Guild of America website has. Provided... I mean, it's almost like Jacob. Like we didn't talk about this beforehand. We didn't so much. Remember, we had mic issues. <laughs> <laughs> Mandalorian season two, and it's pretty short list of writers: John Favreau, Dave Filoni, and Rick Famuyiwa. I don't think that's how you say it. Are they? These guys direct, or they write all eight episodes? Wait, did you say? Oh, this is the writers? These are the writers, not the directors. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot on the directors, but I thought this was interesting. Um, Favreau, Favreau. our boy Favreau. Watch the chef show. It's a good show. Uh, As with season one, showrunner and executive producer Favreau will do most of the heavy lifting as far as with the scripts, right? He's the guy. Writing six of the eight episodes. He writes chapter nine. Oh, wait, did I miss something here? Yeah, probably. Um, six of the eight, chapter nine, ten. Uh, I feel like I did. Yep. Terrible. No, I didn't. He. Oh, because that's why. Because chapter eight ended. So oh, it so starts with chapter yes. nine. Yeah, that's why I'm confused. So Fabro writes chapter nine, which is essentially episode one, one of season two. Correct. Chapter nine, ten, yes. eleven, twelve, fourteen, and sixteen. But Filoni only writes one episode, which is chapter thirteen. While Famajuia is set to pin chapter fifteen, which we'd assume, which would be the episode before the uh, season finale, okay. And some are rumoring Ooh, that you brought something to the table. The one that Filoni, because Filoni's doing one, right? Yes. That that one is the Ahsoka one, if she is in it, because that's you know that's one of his characters. Right. Cool. All right. I like that. Well, it's, I shouldn't say his character, but... Well, yeah, kind of. Well, yeah. George, I mean, obviously, that was Clone Wars, and George yeah, was very involved in that. But, you know, that's you know he's protecting that character. Yeah. Other filmmakers uh, confirmed to be involved in this season are returning. This is where it gets into the directors, and then I'll let you take over. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, 
Not overly excited about that. New directors, which we've talked about before, Peyton Reed, Robert Rodriguez of Alita Battle Angel, a couple of those Ant-Man weird... man was uh, the other guy. Maybe that's Peyton Reed. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, and Carl Weathers is directing yeah. an episode, so he was which promised, I think we talked about. He was promised to direct one uh, when he first signed on to season one. Okay. And this is the last thing that I got, and this is kind of probably dipping into your stuff, stuff a little bit. And, and again, Maybe. this is Disney Plus okay. Germany confirms. Okay. Disney Plus well, if anybody Germany. Knows, Germany. Germany. That Rosario Dawson... Will be joining the cast again. I'm going to say Disney Plus yeah. Germany confirms Rosario Dawson will be joining the cast as Ahsoka Tano, as well as joining the cast Sasha Banks and Timothy Oliphant as a character named Cobb Vanth. We've talked about this. Who w- Cobb Vanth wears that Boba Fan uh, uh, famous armor? Other live action versions of beloved Star Wars characters will be making their debut in season two, including Tamara Morrison, who we know or, or we think right. Katie Sackloff as possibly Bo-Katan, and, and, Brian? The other chick. Yeah, nope. Michael Bean. Oh. No, which one's supposed to supposedly maybe be Sabine? Uh, uh, Sabine, that is Sasha Banks, the, w, the WWE. Yeah. Do you watch now. WWE? Not in a long no, time. No, you seem like a Not guy that would. Time. I mean, I did growing up, yeah, yeah. I was big into it. All right. <laughs> so, Jacob, I want to go through. What is The Rock? <laughs> oh, I thought it's can you smell? Is that it? Yeah, I didn't watch it back no. then. I watched. I watched. That's because you're so no hoity toity high no, 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 no. I watched wrestling, but I Bro, watched. Bro, you're gonna it, be white trash. Be I white watched trash. when it was. I think I watched WCW or whatever. Ooh, yeah. yeah, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, yeah. Junkyard Dog. Those were the heydays. You know, no guys. doubt about it, my man. All right. Um, we got to get moving. We haven't even done our top five man. Okay, well, I took up way too much time. Shut up. Sorry. Okay. So, um, so, <laughs> so I want to go through just the list of, of characters from season one and just make a brief comment about some of them, okay? And maybe ask you a question or two. Okay. So obviously we had Mandalorian Din Djarin, okay? And then we had the child. How old was the child? 50. 50 years old. 50 still an infant. Years you know, old. people don't like to call him the child. They like to call him what? Baby Jacob? Yoda. Baby Yoda. Grief Karga. Um, and so we know, obviously, Mando will be back and the child in Grief correct, Karga. Correct. Um, the client was in season one. And so. Werner Herzog. Right. And what was uh, his role in, in season one? And this kind of serves as a recap as we go through this. The client. Yeah, right. You so he said, the he wanted Mando to get the uh, oh, yeah. He was he was looking for Mandalorian to, to bring uh, Baby Yoda yeah. the, the bounty back. And if you remember, um, you know when I did the podcast with some other people back in the day, there was a big issue with the name the the client, <laughs> and uh, and I was right no, about his intentions. My friend that, that he was wanted you and to. I. That was you and no. I. No, yes, it was no. That was you and I. I was right about his intentions. Oh, yes. About yes, wanting to correct. kill the baby. But we all disagreed with you. Yeah, but I was we right. Dis- yes, you were. You were right. Thank you. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, so he orders uh, his... Uh, also, we saw that he ordered uh, his colleague, Dr. Pershing. Pershing? Um, whatever. To Is it Pershing? Pershing. Well, there's no it is a. Pershing. Yeah, I, there's I no A in there. 
to extract the necessary material from him. So don't mm-hmm. forget about that. Oh, that's a good point. That's got to be played in one. season two. Yeah. You know, they I did, did, they did extract yep. some material Ooh, that's a good one. from Baby Yoda. Um, but I thought this was interesting. Did you know Herzog, number one, was not familiar with Favreau's previous work? Any doesn't of surprise it. me. <laughs> and then number two, he had never seen a Star Wars film. That somewhat surprises me, yeah. <laughs> At all. Uh, that's, he, that's he's a, he, I know he's a very like, low-key indie-type director yeah. or guy. He's he's very much He sounds hoity-tighty. Well, yeah, but he's respectful of others' time, which is nice, yeah. right? It'd like, be nice like to in a, a podcast like in a with him. German, like, Nazi <laughs> way. Like. Easy, son. Uh, no, he's one of those guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like he's very artistic. Did and, he survive the corona? I mean, I haven't heard anything. I feel like if I apologize, if he was no I shouldn't joke with about us. that. You had it. All right, uh, <laughs> Doctor Pershing. Um, again, no, no, it's Pershing. Yeah, and so, huh? Confused. <laughs> now, who was his employer besides the client? Um, who was the client's employer? Uh, Moff Gideon. Yep, Moff Gideon. It serves as a reminder. It serves as a reminder. Yeah, I've watched the show. And so, so. if you remember. Um, Dr. Pershing, he had uh, what did he have on him that make people think something? He had about that Camino, uh, very good stuff, right? Yeah. That Camino em- emblem. Yeah, so a costume indicates me, which, a patch on his right, right arm with an insignia similar to the one worn by uh, clones in the cloning facility on the planet Camino. So, and again, he's extracted material. Mm-hmm, he may or may mm-hmm. not have that cloning emblem on Am him. Am I jumping ahead of you though when I say quill kind of? No, okay. okay. No. Go, right. go, go. Um, but uh, and uh, we also know that he also protected uh, Baby Yoda from being killed. Correct. Remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just again, just a real world note here. No, I guess this isn't real world. But Perishing also wears glasses in the Mandalorian. That makes him the first human live action character in Star Wars canon to do so. Cool. Um, that's Glad also we're represented since we both wear glasses. Yes, that's also very contrary to George Lucas uh, Lucas's will. Uh, for the franchise when he gave it to Disney. Huh. Yeah. Uh, the Armorer. Yeah. Dude, the Armorer was cool. You yeah, didn't like the Armorer? No, I just... She was cool. I, I thought she was cool. I mean, she kind of redeemed herself from being somewhat boring in uh, that okay. last action battle scene slow. in season, uh, uh, chapter 8. But she was um, cool. I, I, I liked poke her. poker helmet there with a gun, and she kind of just comes up a-blazing with like that... that armorer axe welding but don't thing. you think from a you know a story standpoint i don't having know her, if we're gonna see her again having her being so what you said quote-unquote boring i guess right um and then when she did spring to action i mean that kind of made that moment stand out it did more. yeah for yeah, sure okay. yeah uh your favorite i think it's one of your favorites quill uh, quill yeah I um quill. yeah what was his signature line Oh, no, don't, don't, I don't, said it don't, earlier don't, today. don't, don't, and so it is. Oh, oh man. Crap. What's and so it I is? I have spoken. That's it. I Darn have spoken. It. We had IG-11, uh, IG-11, Cara Dune, um, she, what planet was she originally from? Um, Alderaan. Right. Uh, Moth Gideon. Now. Moff Gideon. Juan Carlo Esposito. He was previously an operative in the Imperial Security Bureau. Ooh, Bureau. You have stuff on him. A covert character. intelligence arm and secret police for the Empire. 
and he played a role in past efforts to eliminate the Mandalorians. Now, very cool. And if you think very about it, that, makes cool. sense because remember he had all the intel yes, on all. That's one of, them. of my moments. Right, and so that's why he. Um, that's why he has all that because he was. I feel like you're getting into spoiler territory a bit. No, I, that's his character bio. So. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, so now these go into just like supporting characters, things like that. We have the Mithril. Okay, you know he's coming back. He's right? coming back for yep. season two. Uh, Paz Vizsla, and uh, that was the Mando that fought. Voiced by Mando, voiced by John Favreau. Correct. Um, we have Omera. Who was that? Oh, no clue. She was the uh, Mando's lover, and oh, jeez, <laughs> in the sanctuary. Uh, her daughter's name was Winta. That we was a had, girl? Yeah, it was a girl. It was a girl. It was clearly a girl. How was that clearly a girl? Um, I think they reference her gender, oh. number one, and then it was a girl. I thought that uh, was a young man. Cabin and Stoke, do you know who that is? Those are the two oh, moron, those are two bumbling yeah. idiots that didn't know how to jab yeah, a like stick. Uh, Move on to the next chapter. Riot Mar, do you know who that was? I'm going to say that's the, bounty, uh, the rookie Ooh. bounty hunter. What? Rookie bounty hunter? No. Oh. That was the one. That was the he was a bounty hunter. That was the one that engages in the uh uh space battle with Mando. Oh. And forces he's... him to land a Tatooine, but he gets blown up. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna bring in warm or bring in gold. That's yeah, pretty good. That's pretty good. good. Uh Pelimoto. I don't know if I said that right. Moto, that's she correct. Was the she was the mechanic. Uh I mean... Toro. That's the Calican. rookie bounty hunter. That was the rookie bounty hunter. It helps us are going him. in order. I like I like Toro. Yeah. yeah. Some people don't. All right. Fennec. Yeah, my wife didn't. She was lying in. Yeah, he I just seemed him. like too much. I, I, I thought he was good. Fennec Shand. Uh, Ming-Na Wen. Yes. Who also played Deb in ER. She's dead as a doornail, possibly. Mm, she's not dead as a doornail. All right. Uh, Ranzar. Well, not not Ming-Na Wen. Ranzar, Ranzar Malk. Ranz, uh, his buddy who betrayed him. In uh, the prison episode. Yeah, so he was the one that kind of orchestrated the whole... Betrayal. Yeah, Needed betrayal. the, needed the uh, yep. uh, a Razor Crest. All right, and I'm going to hit these ones all real quick. You had yep. Mayfield, yep. Zion, I don't know how you say it. That's the purple That's, Twilight I think you're saying trick. it right. Uh, Berg. Yep. And then you had uh, Zero, Q90. Yeah. The, droid, the droid. droid. I didn't like... No, I didn't no, like the I know droid. you didn't. I was being sarcastic. Uh, he seemed more like a robot. Yeah, it was like so. <laughs> I know. It, was, it wasn't the voice. It was the movements. Like whoever was moving him, it didn't... I don't like Yeah, it. he moved a whole lot. Like and then you had Daniels Quinn, which was the one that they went to try to right. uh, save. The, the Twilight chick's brother or, yeah. or lover. And then you had uh, Devon. Davin? Oh. Maybe Davin. Davin, do you know who that was? No clue on that one. That was the the sole human guard on board that uh, that. Oh, that's prison. the guy played by the voice of Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> Correct. And do you okay. know his name? Not a clue. Matt Lanter. It's Matt Lanter. Yeah, and then obviously we had. There's three in this. Three and one. Okay. Trapper Wolf, Jib Dodger, and Sash. Keter. So these are all Keter. voices of characters. No, that was the three X-Wings that came and blew up. Oh, okay. Well, that was played by our directors, Rick Famagiwea, right. Deborah Chow, and Dave Filoni. And did you know why uh, where, why Trapper Wolf is named Trapper Wolf? 
Couldn't tell you whatsoever. Uh, it's inspired by Filoni's love oh, of. Oh my gosh, that is a weird one. He's wolves. got a he's got to rein that wolf thing in just a bit. Yeah. I feel like. All right, so you know, do you watch Walking Dead? No, but I watch Rebels and those <laughs> those Lorel those Lothal Lothal wolves. That's where I told you. Got that's where it little, got all weird. Got a little thing. starts getting weird. I mean, like every five minutes, there's a Lothal yeah. wolf that can't communicate, uh, saving the day. Um, but. Uh, you know, Walking Dead, you know, after the show, they have the Talking Dead. Yeah. And one of the things they do is, you know, at some point, they kind of give homage to the ones that are no longer with us. That did not survive that episode. Oh, okay. All right. And so, so let's just kind of go through. Mando's alive. The child's alive. Oh. Grief is alive. Okay. You're going to get to some, you're going to get to a couple characters I really care the about. The client is gone. He is dead. Great character. Dead zone. Loved him. The dialogue. I, I have some. He I have some honorable mention moments. I would like some client. more backstory on the client. Uh, I just want more client. The dialogue uh, was phenomenal. Doctor Pershing is alive and yeah. confirmed. Yeah. Okay. I believe confirmed for the. Yeah, he is confirmed for okay, the second cool. season. Cool. I like so that. So we will see him again. And I, I don't that, think that these cloning are thing. That yeah, yeah so, that, that brings up. Uh, the armorer is alive. Uh, yeah, we knew that. Do we hope to see her? I you know I don't know I if don't we care. will. You don't care, huh? I, I don't care that much. I want to know uh, what happens to her. All right. I'm okay. Uh, Quill. He's gone. Quill. Quill. He's gone. It was a rough loss for me. It bacon. really was. Bacon. I loved Quill. Stomp. I could don't see like the, the same people thing. just like going Stop to it. town. Move on to uh, move uh, on to the IG11. Yeah, that was a tough one. I feel like he's gonna make a comeback. I, I, dude, he freaking melted. Like Mando shot him in the brain. He blew, <laughs> and he and he Quill him brought him back. Now, granted, Quill's dead too, but there's got to be another Ugnut out there that can somehow no. You you might see another. Back to you use. might see another IG unit, and then you could have Taiki Wadi do the voice again because yeah. you would assume they all have the same voice. I don't think Taiki Wadi has anything to do with this season, really. Cara Dune is alive. Uh, Moff Gideon's obviously alive. The Mithril we talked about, he's right? coming back right. for season two. Which he's you know in, that was a that was a bone you and I had. A, I didn't well, like it. It seemed too real world the way he talked. Yeah, going back and watching that chapter, chapter one, a few times since then. Yeah. Because here's the thing, I, this is what I do, right? Like, I get to watching it. Let's watch Mandalorian again. I get through, like, the first four or five episodes and don't ever finish the good ones. And like, ah, we got to start back over and let's watch it all again fresh. So I've seen chapter one, like, I think probably more than any because I want to watch it in order. And I never finish the order because it takes too long. So then I go back to watching chapter one. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You do that at all? Yeah. Anyway, so he's that character has kind of grown on me a little bit. Yeah. Okay. He could he could become yeah let's not bang on the table what is a professional okay. podcast that's what we are um, he could become like a Jar Jar Binks for me oh gosh and I, no. I don't mean that's, that a, no, no I don't way. like Jar Jar Binks yeah I don't like him I still don't like Jar Jar Binks yeah I don't think he could become that for me ever I don't know anyway uh, Paz Vizla he's alive right he, we talked about that th- he flew away he flew away mm-hmm. uh, talk about it Omer's alive Winter's alive Cabin and Stoker alive. The, the the his old crew is alive except right, for because he didn't kill him. Yeah, except for um, the guy that was with Rand, Ranzar. Yeah, the, um, the brother that they rescued. yeah Ranzar and and uh, what was the other guy's name? Q Quinn. Yeah, they they're, got blown up. They're gone. Wings. Right? Uh, I don't think we're gonna see any of them anymore. Uh, they serve their purposes. Um, I did like I did like Ranzar a lot. Um, he's dead. I get that. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, you said so. The purpose. I'm just saying that's a character yeah. I enjoy. But I'm saying the four that are alive, I don't think we're going to see them. Anymore. I don't know, man. I loved Berg. I would love to see Berg. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're probably you're probably right. 
right. We're not going to see him. Fennec Shand, she's alive. It's obvious, right? It's I don't obvious. Know if it's obvious at dude, all. Dude came who with him. Many people think it's Boba Fett came and walked up to her at the end. What, and did what? And did what? But I'm saying, what was the point of showing that? To show us alive? Boba Fett's boots. I think she's alive. She's too interesting of a character. No, have, no, oh, she's not interesting at all. It was a whole. It was a build up for that she's scene. Alive. That's it. She's That's alive. all it was. She, we're not going to see her again. She's alive. I don't think so. You're wrong. Maybe, but I doubt it. That's it. Okay, thank God. Are we but ready? That was interesting. It was, was interesting. You we, see what I droned, people listen. Droned. Do you see what I provide here? I mean, I I was talking was to myself for not, the first half hour it, of the it, podcast. It, it gave you like a recap of of the season, somewhat, and it you know it, it provided some some talking points. You know who's alive. We're gonna do our recap when we alive. go through our top moments. That's not much of a recap, but let's go through it. <laughs> yeah, mine is. Well, so. You know, let's let's start with your. You know, you can do your honorable mentions after. And again, okay. I am not. I am not married to mine. And, okay. And so I mean, I'm know. I'm not I'm not married to the numbers. Yeah. But I'm married to the moments, if that makes sense. All right. So my number five, I'll go first because, you know, I'm better than you. Baby Yoda's force reveal. Okay. Uh, is my number five. That was in episode two, the child. Are you going to name the episodes? Do you have that? Uh, did you get chapter that detail? two. <laughs> I don't know the name. Uh, but anyways, you know, so when, when we had Baby Yoda show up, for me, it was the like... The Child. That's the name of the episode. The Child. Yeah. Um, I didn't know, you know... I, yeah, at that point, we I was. I don't know. I didn't know if I was expecting to see the Force. And so it was kind of cool to see that. It was. And it was done. It was done other than Mando taking a solid 15 minutes of looking back and forth while yeah. baby Yoda is just struggling to hold the mud horn up in the air. Yeah. It was great. Cause you're right. It was a complete surprise. I, I didn't think we were going to see it. I, if, if we were going to see it, I, I felt in that moment, we it maybe there. it was going to come, but I didn't know if we would, if that was where they're going to go, but it was cool the way it was done. And I also liked too, like when he did it, he just like exhausted himself. And I like too that he saved Mando. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm gonna because this is there. one of my honorable mentions. So I'm just gonna right. roll right into your stuff. Okay. It not only and I, this might be one of your honorable mentions. I connected these two, but not only Baby Yoda using the Force there and lifting the Mudhorn and the way he did it in the surprise of Mando and the exhaustion of Baby Yoda, but the fight before that with the yeah. Except we talked about it, it was kind of lame how he killed them. The well, it was, but the fight the, itself the whole fight was scene phenomenal. was good. Yeah, he was getting his rear yeah. kicked, and it was right. that that was a that was a moment for me. Yeah. So my number five, right? Yeah. I, okay. Again, uh, all right. Ig rescuing Baby Yoda okay. from the stormtroopers, and then flying in on the speeder bike. So not just his. The whole thing. Yeah. Not just his approach of the stormtroopers, the way he took them down, getting Baby Yoda away from them, and then getting on the speeder bike, Mando's communication, um, looking for Quill. IG has to say, Quill has been terminated. And and the writing in, he kind of spins a couple times to make sure Baby Yoda is a rat on his backside. And he's blasting people left and right. That was cool. That's my number it five. That's a great moment. Um, and you got, you know, that was where you got to see Protector IG. Correct. Know? Yep. So, all right, my number four. Uh, Mando saves Yoda in the episode The Sin. So he baby Yoda, baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he goes back in to rescue him from the uh, the the 
the doctor and the client and all that. You know, he blows the hole in the wall and he goes through and he. I know what you're. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, and he takes out the stormtroopers. Um, and this we is get, your number four. My number four, and we get to see him use the uh, what was that thing? The the, the whistling. The, no, oh, the, the whistling whist- birds. The whistling birds. Is that what it was called? Yes. Um, that was cool. That whole scene was very cool, and it was. Uh, it was pretty graphic for Star Wars. It was. Right? Um, yeah, it was violent. Yeah, so that was, was on my list number four. Okay. My number four, because we're moving along here pretty quick, because I have a few honorable mentions. Yeah. I cannot believe that was so low on your list. Okay. My number four, Moff Gideon arrives yeah. with the TIE fighter okay. and then begins to tell everyone their story. That whole scene, you, you'll, you'll realize through my through my top five and even some of my honorable mentions, it's not always so much the action for me. My number five was somewhat some action, but a lot of these are just kind of the emotion and the story development. They're in a pickle, right? They are in a pickle. IG's not there at this point, I don't believe. No. No, he's not. And they are trapped. And it's it's Mando and Kara and Grief, and they're trapped. And then a TIE fighter approaches. It's our guy, Grief Karga. And then he just starts spitting out all this information that he knows about everyone. And educating them on how Baby Yoda, at this point, remember, he doesn't know that they don't have Baby Yoda. They don't. He doesn't know, right, right. I think, where he's at or if he's secured or not. And I thought that was a great moment because we get to hear Din Djarin. You know, I just, I, I thought that was, uh, I, I had a hard time going between number five and I scratched it out two or three times. That was, that was almost my one. number five. Definitely moves the but, story. But I love uh, Giancarlo Esposito and love his character of Moff Gideon. Wow. He's a great bad guy. That guy was born to pay, play a bad guy. So it's not my number four. Number three for me, IG-11's first appearance. Um, so it was episode one. So when he comes in and then he just, the way he uh, moved it yeah, it's cool. Never got to see a, a droid move like that. You know, when you see IG-88 in the in the uh, Empire Strikes Back. He's just standing still. Yeah, and it, yeah. you always, that guy looks kind of lame is the way I always thought. That, that, that robot assassin droid, whatever you want to call him. But then when you see IG-11 in this, in the way he just like he spun around and could shoot from all angles yeah. and C-360, I mean, that was, that was pretty cool. And so it wasn't about Mando for me, like that, you know, him coming out and getting on the Gatling gun. It was just, it was all about IG-88 or IG-11. And and as well as his humor, you know, I thought he was funny. You know, he kept doing the self-destruct thing. That's great. Um, So so that Yeah, you're wrapping a lot of stuff into that moment. They're all, I know it's all around IG-11. It's, it was phenomenal. I mean, the back and forth between Mando with the get-go and them trying to claim who had the rights to the bounty and stuff like that. And you're right. Because the spinning, it almost, you know, like the, the stuff that he does seems like it's kind of, it's it's almost like it's an old school droid in a way. Yeah. The way he kind of moves around and does stuff, but it's so effective and yeah, it, it looks cool. phenomenal. So that was your number three, three. right? Yeah. So my number three whew, was Queel racing back to the Razor Crest. And that 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 time frame, that Mando on the walkie with him, trying to get in contact with him. Queel is on the uh, Blurg, right? The Blurg, yeah. I believe, yeah. just running full force, holding Baby Yoda, trying to get back to the Razor Crest. The um, 
the stormtroopers on the speeder bikes are getting closer and closer and closer, and this blur can only move so fast. I thought that was this is Deborah Chow, right? That I thought this was one of the one of the best directed shots in the whole series. And then, of course, at the end of it is heartbreaking because yeah. I'm tying that into it. It's you you see Queel. Don't do it. But no. he is smoldering on the ground. And then you shoot over, and there's Baby Yoda just laying there. And then it caps off with a stormtrooper speeding Swooping in up. and just grabbing him. So, um, and I'm just going to talk right into it because that's, that's my number two. Death okay. Of, death of Queel. Um, yeah, that was an emotional moment. Um, it's a, he's a great character. He was one of the best characters I think in the, in the season. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And so sure. his death, you know, is, is pretty emotional as you watch that. And, you know, the fact that, you know, you think about it, he lives in that, he's living as a free Ugnot. Um, and he, you know, he gave his life up, you know, trying to protect, uh, baby Yoda who right. he had, you know. Didn't have, didn't have to, you know, right. and it kind yeah, of got, I mean, no got, real got swept there. up. He was just, yeah, a, he kind of got swept kind of up in this, of good and yeah, swept up into this thing. Yeah. But, uh, that, it was, it was, well, it was well done. Like you said, the way it was shot and then it yeah. was just, it was very emotional. So it was, it was good. Number two for me. Yeah. And, and, and Quill says something to the effect of not wanting this child, you know, baby Yoda to live a life in slavery, yeah. like what he did. Right. So it was phenomenal. So that was your number two. My number two. Uh, and my number one are no, both. What? Well, no, no. Oh, I'm, okay. My number two and my number one are both in chapter three, The Sin. Mm. My number two is um, The Escape. Okay. So him um, what the, what, that leaving. That was my number. Yeah, I think it was your number four. My number four. Yeah. So him, he has Baby Yoda at this point using the whistling birds. I also threw in there using the other technology he had because he 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 used it that the, he used his pulse rifle yeah. to like the um, thermal look vision. yeah here yeah. he heard them yeah. talking about Correct. the the Doctor Pershing stuff yeah. I think that you talked about earlier yeah. at that point using the whistling birds going in there escaping and so efficiently while holding a baby but then is but again. Part of the escape is him getting out of the the housing or the the building that they were in. Those fobs going off in the like the oh, cantina a good moment. with yeah. the bounty hunters yeah. was heart racing. It was phenomenal. Yeah, that was, was so well done. Don't 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 don't. And then they just multiply started going off. The confrontation with Grief Karga and the rest of the bounty hunters again. He was in a real pickle there. A real, I mean, it, it looked devastating. Yeah. He was in that little thing. The droid didn't want to take him. <laughs> he was taking him out left and right, but the droid got blasted and, and he had nowhere to go. And again, I'm throwing this all into the escape with the bounty hunters coming to rescue him as well. Right? That was okay. a great moment. The bounty hunters all come in. It looks like everything. So pretty much bad. the whole episode is your number <laughs> No, because my number one is also in this episode, and I haven't talked about it yet, right. but it's shorter. All right, let me get my number one. 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 Mm -hmm. Is, you're going to be like, ooh, that's lame. But, Probably. Uh, the Baby Yoda oh, reveal. Lame. The, ba <laughs> the Baby Yoda reveal. I mean, 
you know, that that was unexpected, number one. A right. massive surprise. They yeah. kept it such a good secret. Unbelievable how Nobody knew about secret. it. And I never – I think if you polled 100 people, no one would have ever guessed that was what was in there. I'd be shocked. You'd probably have one guy. But just saying, very surprising. They did a good job. And then – and again, that was just the, the catalyst for, you know – for a movement, a baby Yoda movement, a phenomenon like we've not seen since, dare I say, <laughs> I don't know, go, Gizmo, no, no, Fart is Gizmo, <laughs> Gizmo from the Gremlin, oh, is that his name, oh, I don't know, I, stop being I was so trying to 47 find years old, I was trying to find something, <laughs> But anyways, it was uh, – I was almost going to say Kirby or Furby. What's the name? Furby? The Furby Dolls? Yeah. Remember I used to call you that? A- I remember. I think you still College. let it slip every once in a while. <laughs> Furby. All right. Okay. Anyway. All right. My number one is short, and it's one specific scene, and it's phenomenal, and it almost brings tears to my eyes somewhat like the, the quill scene does, but it's emotional, and it's – I guess it's two scenes, but one thing, okay? It's when he dropped Baby Yoda off. Oh, that was sad. Yeah. That's your number one? Wait, hold on. Let me finish. And he looks back. Yeah, Baby Yoda looks back. But then the decision, when he gets in the Razor Crest. And he picks up the ball. He sees the ball thingy. That's your number one? That's my number one. And then he stops. The, the, the Razor Crest is engaged, man. Yeah. The Razor Crest is engaged. Yeah. And it depowers and he stops and he grabs his stuff and goes. That moment, probably more than anything else, made me feel like, yes, in this whole series. Like, yes, this guy is my hero and I want to watch it. That's my okay. number one. That's it was five That's seconds, but here in the, just yeah. seeing that. Razor Crest on, seeing the little ball thingy, the thinking, he reaches for it, Razor Crest powers down and grabs his gear and goes, my number one, turning and going back for Baby Yoda. You have a lot of honorable mentions. I only, um, have, I only have one. Okay, yeah, go So ahead. I'll just say my one. Uh, Mando versus the prison droids ah. and the prisoner. Um Okay. That was kind of cool. Yeah, the way I'm, he, I'm on the, the, the same line. Mine's out. a little bit different. Uh, but go ahead. Let's hear your honorable yeah, mentions. Yeah, so mine is the same thing, escape from the prison, but not the prison droids. While that was really cool, mine was the escape from the actual prison cell, where I think, I haven't seen this episode in a while, he uses his um, harpoon. harpoon and then like drags the droid over to get the droid to open the door, yeah. I believe. Yeah, something like that. And then following that, Taking out all of his, you know, literally former teammates one by one, but main emphasis on that fight with Berg. That fight with Berg yeah, was, was great. Yeah. That fight with Berg was great. Um, okay, another honorable mention. The client speaking of the greatness of the Empire. Same chapter seven, or maybe that, that might have been chapter eight. Talking about how great the Empire was, everything the Empire touched, it made better. I thought that was great, old school. Uh, original trilogy um, dialogue there, and it just gave you an extra glimpse of it. Um, okay, this is a quick one. When Grief Karga turns to be a good guy, right? At this point, he was trying to bring him in. He kind of betrayed him, and one of his bounty hunter guys got eaten by the thing. Baby Yoda had healed him. Mm, okay, whatever. Baby Yoda had healed him, but he does that quick, like, 
quick yeah. draw turnaround thing and blast both of them at the same time. I thought that was a great moment. The Queel dialogue about sl- uh, being enslaved uh, to the Empire, that was, I thought that was, that was phenomenal. Yeah. Being on Tatooine, I thought that was great in, um, I don't have anything specific with it, just being on Tatooine. Well, he, went to, he went to the cantina. Yeah, the cantina was great. Yeah. All the all the extra stuff that they talked about. Yeah. The Beggar's Canyon, I thought all of that was phenomenal. The hangar, I thought it was great. That space fight, that dog fight shootout there at the beginning. I can bring you in warm, bring you in cold. We talked about that. And, um, oh, the last battle, when Mando blows up, that last battle, that was great action there. We didn't talk about that. It was a great moment. That last battle where um, Grief Cargo uh, comes in. No, not Grief Cargo. Um, Juan Carlos Pizzuto. Moff Gideon comes in, blows up Mando. You have the loss of IG in that, that, that. And all of this happened in, like, six minutes. The loss of IG going through the tunnels, the lava tunnel, and then Mando having to throw on the jetpack and take take on the TIE fighter. That one was almost like my number five, but it's an honorable mention because it's just so much jam-packed in there. There you go. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope, you know, look, we're we're, we're putting, you know, about 75% effort into this podcast tonight, <laughs> and I just hope you feel every Speak bit of it. for yourself, killer. Uh, all right, so... Um, we graded, we graded the episodes last season. Oh, you found right? it. Cool. Well, I had to re-listen to it. Oh, did and you? And write it all down. So, um, so we got at least one listen to an old episode. Uh, all right. Yeah. But uh, should I go episode by episode or just, just, nah, just the, do over- the total? Here's what the overall. Talk about what we want for the next? Yeah, yeah, sure. Here's what the overall total was, Jacob. I know. It's not great. Well. It was especially a, after going through my top five moments. Yeah, what well, you're fixing to say is going to make it all sound. It was sound it was great. a B plus. Yeah. It was a B plus. Now keep in mind. So the way we did this is we we rated each one after we watched it. We gave it a number score, and then later at the end of the year, I translated that into grades based on the grading scale. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but what I was going to say is, you know, chapter that, four. That well, that first the one. Well, the first well, one. Yeah, though, that's true too. Yeah. Because that's important. Because that's the first one you don't know what to expect. Right. And that, that was your top moment. No, your top, no. yes, your number no, one moment. Not. Oh yeah, yeah, moment. yeah. Your number yeah, yeah. one I moment you meant, was like in my that highest chapter. Grade. Yeah, um, you know, we gave it a combined score of eight point four B, but we didn't know where to go with it. Right, right? it's tough. One. It's the toughest uh, one to do. And and if you listen to that podcast where we review the last episode and we give the we just talk about the overall, one of the things that I think you say, Jacob, is is that you know. We, we didn't know how to score, you know, the first one. And so I think going into the second season, now that we have a body of work. Yeah, for sure. we can. I feel like we can actually give better scores because I'm going to be taking into account these, the these season one. As well, yeah. And I'm, I'm actually, I don't know about you, Jacob. I'm going to go back and rewatch the entire season before... I yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Before uh, before season two comes out, but so B plus is what we ended up giving the entire thing. Our lowest score was for the sanctuary. Yeah. Um, you gave it a C and plus. It really, I, mean, I it, gave it a C, and, and yeah, our it really was a brought C. down the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, that really that killed the and, score. And I don't think I had again not a, not a horrible episode, but yeah. I don't believe in between my honorable mentions and my top five. I don't think I had a single moment from that episode. Do you remember what? Uh, so we had two tie for the highest. Do you remember do you, what? What you uh, guess? The was sin I know was one. Chapter three was nine point six, and A is what we. And probably about. chapter seven. Um, the reckoning. 
is that the is that seven or eight? I can't remember. Eight is redemption. Okay, then I, th- the I think one. I think chapter three and chapter seven we probably both. So was chapter three, the sin was 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 one. The other one was redemption. The last one okay. that was nine point six and a. Um, I'll just real quick, real quick. Okay, the child. Or I'm sorry, chapter one, eight point four b. The child, eight point two b minus. The sin. 9.6 an A. Good one. Sanctuary 7.5 a C. No. Gunslinger. Good one. 9.4 A minus. You love that one. That was good. Uh the prisoner 8.6 You brought me B down. Plus. I love that one. I brought that one down. You yep. gave it an A minus, I gave it a B minus. Yeah. Uh the reckoning uh 9.5 A minus. That's a good one. So that was the one you yeah. thought would be at the top. It was right there. Redemption nine point six and A. Oh, so, so yeah, they were very close. So there you go. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to uh, to reviewing the uh, the next ones. Yeah. So yeah. we have um, they will be released um, starting this yeah, Friday every Friday. Yeah. Um, one episode per Friday. Correct. So a week from today, October thirtieth, and then every Friday there will be. An episode. There was a one-off last year because Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So I think one episode got released early, but there's no expectation of that happening this year. So absolutely none. Yeah. All right. So. Um, so where do you want to see this thing go? Okay. I mean, I, you know, just go through my stuff, and we yeah, can just, we can just shoot from the hip yeah. as we kind of go. Sure. We're, we're, um, we're almost. We're almost. We're right, this yeah, out. I know. Yeah. One thing that I. One thing that this is going from listening to the uh, Mandalorian season one kind of breakdown thing they have on Disney Plus with John Favreau and the director of the Grant Gallery. I thought this was interesting, and I think it's telling of how it could go for for season two. This is John Favreau's exact quote on killing Ig and Quill. He says, that's part of it too. If you don't, that doesn't matter. And I, again, they, they kind of, I just picked up on that and they kind of moved on from it a little bit in the gallery. But again, he says, that's part of it too. Part of what? Part the of the story? character. Yeah, part oh, of the story, okay. part of the character, the character okay. development. If you don't, that doesn't matter. So I think it, what that shows is Favreau is not afraid to wipe somebody out if he has someone's to to benefit die. the story. Yeah, someone's going to die. I wouldn't be shocked if Grief dies in the next season. Yeah, that could be. Carl um, Weathers is kind of, you know, He was only supposed to be yep. in season one anyway. Um, yep. Well, not even through the whole season. I think they decided to, to change the story for him. I don't know that 100%. But. You want me to blast through these? Do you have anything on season two? Yeah, it's all in my head. Okay. All right. Bring back the Pulse Rifle. That's a low-key one. I missed the pulse rifle. I thought it was the, one of the coolest weapons you've seen in Star Wars in a while. For some reason, it just disappeared. Cara Dune took it to shoot the ATST, and then it was just gone. You never okay. saw it again through the next four episodes. Um, another familiar planet. Okay, doesn't have to be Tatooine. I would um, love to see. Can can we just talk about sure, it? Sure. Yeah. I'd I would love to. love to see Coruscant. I was thinking Naboo. Naboo. Yeah. I've always liked Naboo. I thought Naboo was a cool planet. We've seen Naboo. It's Naboo. pretty, but like we've seen Naboo in all the prequels. It was in it was in episode yeah, one, two, and yeah. three. So, I mean, I know Coruscant is a very familiar planet, but we've been on Naboo way more. I want to see Coruscant. Okay, I'd be cool with Coruscant, a, a familiar planet. I want to see what's going on at Cor on Coruscant after the fact here. And I would like to see something familiar on that planet. Something that we've seen before. Not just like, hey, we're on Coruscant. Hey, we're on Naboo. Yeah, something that we've seen before in film. 
whether it's in the background or the same place, kind of yeah. like what they did with the cantina scene. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Um, okay, I had this, the confirmation of Din Djarin's planet. I'm just going to read it really quick. Did you hear about this? No. The, the planet that he's from is called Ak Vatina. There's, it's never been seen before in Star Wars, right? So, Was Ak, this confirmed? Or is this a is rumor? confirmed. It's from a toy or something that came out. Ak Vatina, it's on Star Wars. It was a settlement inhabited by a number of humans during the Clone Wars, okay? The Confederacy of Independent Systems attacked the settlement, killing the population, the Mandalorians of Death Watch intervened in the attack, fighting yeah. back against the Separatist droid forces. The rest we know yeah. rescued a young boy named Din Djarin. So, okay. again, the planet's name is Akvatina. Um, we what talked was the to, point of that? That's something you want to see? Um, no, I just, oh, we were talking about Mandalorian okay. Season 2, and that came up. Sorry. Um, I would Okay, this is getting into the big stuff now. I want to see, I want to at least hear something about some of the OT characters. I don't need to see Luke Skywalker wielding You just want to hear a reference, throw a name out. I would out. love to. If it's Luke, if it's Leia, seems like it would make more sense because she's in such a predominant role. I would take that. Dude, this is five years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. The the armorer lady, and maybe this is why I don't, I don't really like her that much, she kind of pooed on the Jedi race of sorcerers type stuff, you know. Well, I understand they don't know about everything, but well, they I, don't want, I don't want... Good relationship either. Sure, I don't want. Well, she's not an um, original Mandalorian either. She's it's her creed, not her race. So she doesn't know anything about the, uh, you know, the 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 Sabine Wren type Mandalorians, you know, who were the and her ancestors from Clone Wars, right? She doesn't know anything about that, so she shouldn't have this. Uh, again, I mean, unless maybe I'm missing something, but but something about the original trilogy characters, Leia just seems like. Let it's me give more, you. Let me give you a what if. Okay. You know, in the couple of the trailers, you see the X wings. Chasing after the Razor Crest. Yeah, right. Correct. What correct. if? What if you get some chatter on the radio? Maybe they're talking, and you they're talking to a to a Leia or a Han or a Luke. I'd take or, it. I'd take you know? it. Yeah. Or, or they or they just reference. Yeah, General Luke or General right. General Leia wants us to do this or that. Yeah, you know, that's I fine. think you could get something like that. Um, that's probably the best you'd get. Yeah. My, I, my I'd opinion. take that. I would yeah. take that. That would be a great moment for me. Um, the whole Mandalorian creed, not a race thing. We just kind of talked about that briefly yeah. with the armorer lady this because I just finished Rebels, right? Yeah. And then you know you go back and watch Clone Wars, which I have. Have you finished Clone Wars? Not at all. Um, so Clone Wars and Rebels kind of depict Mandalorian or and Mandalore as a very different thing than how it's depicted in the Mandalorian. It's it's it's. Well, they haven't really depicted Mandalore and Mandalorian. The show that we're talking they've about talked currently, Mandalorians, but not so much Mandalore. Well, they've talked about the planet, but all of those people are, I believe, from the planet Mandalore. They're just different clans. Well, there's different clans, but then you know, uh, but Din Djarin is a foundling. He's, right, I yeah. understand that. That's my point about the whole creed versus race thing. I just like to hear a little bit more about yeah, it. Yeah, I think because get, up until well, look, we got the dark saber now. Right. And so I think you're gonna get some I agree, Mandalorian. But that's history. that's something I'd like to see yeah. is I think that when when Cara Dune says Mandalore is not a, a race or maybe yeah. she says religion, I can't remember um it's a creed or I think Din Djarin says it's a creed at that point. I think most Star Wars fans were kind of like, oh like at that up until that point, you know 
everyone maybe kind of thought that the Mandalorian was actually a Mandalorian. Yeah, no, that's what I said. But, you know, you, you, you wonder if, if after, you know, their civilization took a hit, let's say, that maybe they kind of changed the thought process there. Yeah, could you know, be. To, yeah. To, to keep it alive, to keep it going. Because, you know, what's so weird is when you, like, you watch the OT, you know, and Boba Fett, you know, what is that? Well, that's a, you know, you find out that's a Mandalorian. And it's like, what are these? It was like this great myth. Yeah. And at one point it was like, well, he's like one of the last ones. But then it was like, oh, he's not even a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 rotated. Yeah. It's rotated so, so it is kind of, you know, unless you're really into like the, the books and the comics and, and the expanded universe, you know, and uh, and really, I guess maybe I possibly then into the Clone Wars. You know, your you, the history might be convoluted for most. Yeah, of us. I mean, it's not overly convoluted now that I've watched the, yeah. the Clone Wars and Rebels. It's not. It's not. You know, it it, it is, but not. Yeah. This I feel like kind of made it a little bit more convoluted with the whole Creed thing. You know, but it's not. It's not that much of an extra layer. It's an extra layer, but. You know, making it them just basically, they kind of just put on that helmet and claim it because and, and live by the code. But it's also not really a code we've seen before, you know what I mean? Uh, With the whole helmet always on. Right, yeah. No other Mandalorians have really done that. But anyway, I'd just like to hear a and little bit more about that. And maybe that's just their clan that's, that does that. They're Could be. Cl- and I, not, not, not to just completely beat a dead horse, I don't know, I don't remember what clan... Din Djarin says he is. Maybe he's maybe because he's a foundling, he's not in a clan. Anyway, I want to hear something. That, this is this is this is a stretch. I don't expect it, but this is what I would like. Okay, something about a Jedi. Let me hear something. If it's Luke, well, he's cool. going to, to. That's that right. To, that's my gonna, next spot. That's where you know. So you right. got Ahsoka. So are they looking know. for Jedi? Right. He's looking for Jedi. But I've also because, heard he's looking for a, for a Mandalorian. Have you heard of that? For another Mandal- no. a Mandalorian from his past. Okay, but 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 the armorer lady said, also yeah. says right. return him to his species. Seek out the sorcerers or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, seek out the sorcerers is the Jedi. Yeah, exactly. But return him to his species. So right. like there's just there these Well, and that's extra why she says because he, he has the force abilities and so she's like, "Well, you need, you know, there were people like that. Right. These sorcerers and So it could know, be that it could be that, and again, maybe everyone knows this, but me. It could be that he's going after Force users and not so much Baby Yoda species. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, because I can't remember a hundred percent how it ended. But she, you know, I don't know that she gave her him like a destination per se. No, it was go, kind of like go here. No, it wasn't. Like start was, your journey here. You there, know, so there was no destination. It was like you got re- re- to have to go back and watch people. But yeah. I wonder how he like. Where do you where do you begin? That's the well. Yeah, that was kind of Mando's question at the end of Chapter Eight. Like you know, uh, you know, Jedi used you would to fight think, Mandalorians. You would think, and I was supposed so to if I'm him? Mando, you know what I do? I go find the Doctor. Maybe that's where the Doctor comes from. Could be. Yeah, that He's could be. Still alive. He obviously has some clue what's going on here. Um, yeah, and I, I think that's where you you begin. Yeah, that could I'm be. I'm call it. I'm calling it. Okay, good. I'll take it. I'm gonna write it down. Now you'll remember and remind well, us remember all. That, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, you know, Bo-Katan is rumored to be in this, yeah. played by uh, Katie Sackow, I think. Yeah, Kirstie uh, Alley. No. Nope. Um, and the uh, the dark saber. 
you know. Yeah. So that that's just we, we know if we're going to get something, that's something. Obviously, I don't want them to just leave on the back burner. I'd like to get some yeah. follow up with that. More characters from the novels. Anything, Brian? Anything on no. that at all? No. Okay. Here's the thing, bro. The aftermath books take God, place such a in this timeline. The, yeah. They take place here. They're here. There's this whole Here's the thing deal. going Here's on. Here's the deal, Jacob. That's fine. You can have that. Don't okay. Instead of introducing a new 70, character, introduce a 75% character. Seventy-five percent of the people aren't even going to know who it is. Okay, but that's fine. That's fine. So seventy-five percent of people won't know who it is, but the twenty-five percent, twenty-five percent of the people yeah. that read the books will know who it is. Introduce someone. From the novels, especially Give us the a aftermath name. books. Give us a name. I don't care at this point. How about um? How about um? Oh, I can't think of his name now. <laughs> you know the guy I tried yeah. to. I've done like five character spotlights on that you. Uh, uh, Tim and Wesley, Snap Wesley. He's alive and well in this point. He's but, a bum. Nobody cares about him. I like him. Nobody cares about him. I like the him. fact that he was in the movies and then I read about him in a book. He died. Um, he did, which made it more impactful. Um, it was not IG eleven return. I'm just gonna scratch it out. We talked about it a little bit. Yeah, he's not gonna return. Okay, Boba Fett or Rex or both. Yeah, I think you get you could get all of that. Yeah, yeah. possibly. And then my last thing is Ahsoka. I, all yeah. I wrote all I wrote down was Ahsoka. I would uh, yeah, and I think I think Ahsoka we're gonna get. Um, I would like to see Sabine Wren um, because we you know. Rebels ended with with Sabine and spoiler well, uh, Sabine and Ahsoka. Uh, be careful because be careful well, because Sabine and Ahsoka, you know, saying hey, let's go, you know, let's go hang and, out. Yeah, let's talk about that. And just so really... no, you said be careful. So, but what I'm saying okay. is though, so like if you find Ahsoka, if Ahsoka's in this, you have to wonder, yeah, well, where's where's yeah. Sabine? If Sabine's in it, you're gonna have to wonder well, where's it Ahsoka. It wouldn't be that hard to to. To rewrite that or to kind of explain but it would fit. that easily. But Ahsoka's yeah, a Jedi. So much easier. Uh, well, she's not a Jedi technically, but she's a Force user. Right. And Sabine is, uh, you know, Mandalorian. Correct. And so that that fits the storyline. It does. Um, and Rebels, know, I mean, again, I'm not... I, 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 you didn't spoil anything for Rebels with me. I finished Rebels in the, like the last month and you and I talked... I mean, I called you like kind of almost full-blown panic yeah. mode after the... After Space the whales. after the last episode of Rebels, and was like, I didn't know there was, well, I didn't know the way it ended. I didn't know yeah. the way it ended. You know, so lucky for me, I was able to shield myself somehow from that. Being that Rebels has been out so long, and doing a Star Wars rant podcast, and, and able to shield, my, I didn't know yeah. the way it ended, and it raised so many questions. And this show could wrap up those biggest questions. Can I give really a prediction easily. for this? There's going to be a season three. Of course there's going to be a season That's not three. my prediction. Oh, okay. So <laughs> my prediction is that somewhere in the course of this, probably second to the last episode, maybe this is probably the last episode, uh, Baby Yoda is going to get kidnapped or taken away somehow. He's going to lose Baby Yoda somehow. And I think your season three is going to be him trying to get him back. And I, I and I, I think you're putting a lot of your because they said the bond between them two is going to grow in this season, um, and so you know I, that's just where I think it goes next. I think that's where it goes next. I think after at, at like one of the last two episodes of the season. I think you're putting a lot of 
hope that they can get a lot out of that for season two. Uh, now there's a lot to deal with, but it's eight, you know, eight, eight episodes. Yeah. I'm sure they're all going to be about the same length. That's something else we didn't talk about is, you know, going into chapter one, we thought they were all going to be like 45 minutes to an hour and they were 28 minutes to 35 minutes really. But, but, but the other part of that too is like, um, I completely lost. My season two is going to end on a cliffhanger. We're, we're season well, yeah, one. Well, yeah, we know they're filming season three. No, but what I'm saying, I think it's going to end on a cliffhanger. Well, season one really didn't end. It kind of, it had an ending, right? I mean, it, it, there was no, nobody's in peril at the end of season one. Well, I think that's how a lot of season ones end because yeah, you don't I think know season two is going to be different. What the season reception's going to be. Yeah, season I two that. is going to end on that, a cliffhanger, which is going to be rough. Oh yeah, you talk about anticipation. It's a whole year, you know. Yeah, like when you watch. If you watch prime, you know, pre-COVID, right? You watch prime time television, whatever show you watch, it generally comes to an end around April or May is that season finale. And there's that three months off right in the summertime that you watch reruns. And then it comes back, you know, season four, episode one premiere, August, September. But the way these uh, streaming shows and Disney Plus, it's been a full year. Season one ended in mid-December, and season two is coming back at the tail end of October. So that's ten months instead of three and a half. It's a long time to deal with a season two cliffhanger, which I think you're right, we'll probably get. Because they know there's going to be an audience for season three. Hey, thanks for listening to us. We're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, We are back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back? back. (laughs) Of course we're back. Thanks for listening to us. Go vote. Stay safe. I have spoken. This is the way. Follow Star Wars Rant on Facebook and rate them on your favorite podcast player of choice.